0: This is Theater Talk, I'm Susan Haskins. Well, there is a remarkable new literary resource for anybody who loves musical theater or poetry or just anything about the written word. And here to introduce the authors, my co-host, Michael Riedel of the New York Post.
1: The book is called Reading Lyrics. It is put out by Pantheon Books and it has been put together by Robert Gottlieb and Robert Kimball. Mr. Gottlieb is a former editor of The New Yorker and ran Alfred A. Knopf for 20 years. He is also the editor of the Journals of John Schieber, and I'm very happy to have him tonight on Theater Talk. And his uh, uh, co-conspirator in uh, putting all these wonderful lyrics from the golden age of songwriting together is Robert Kimball, the noted theater historian and the editor of the lyrics of Cole Porter. He's also an advisor to the estate of Cole Porter and Ira Gershwin. Gentlemen, welcome to Theater Talk. All right, um, your book begins in 1900. Um, what is it that happened in 1900 that gives us the, kind of, um, the beginning of the kind of lyric writing that we know and love from the Golden Age?
2: You're beginning to hear a distinctly American voice. American imperialism is beginning to manifest itself around the world. Teddy Roosevelt is the president, and the great lyric writer of that period is George M. Cohan, mm-hmm. who sounded an authentic, positive, new century and everybody. it's a
3: it's a break from operetta <laughs> mm-hmm. and from those very sentimental story songs uh, that prevailed in the latter part of the nineteenth century, you know, after the ball and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
0: what, from story songs, what would you call the new? Well, they're full, the new force. They're
3: written in the vernacular, yeah, and they're about things that happen to us not things that happen to the princess of Herzegovina.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, you're talking about, uh, 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 I mean, I guess to use a fancy word, uh, modernity comes into lyric writing at that point.
3: Yeah, you know, the world is changing, and uh, everybody thinks the break is World War I, but it really started before that, and Cohen is, as Bob says, the exemplar of that.
1: Well, it's interesting, because in your introduction, you say you you, you were going to begin with Irving Berlin, I right. think, but then as you went back... It was really Cohan who you see...
3: Well, there was no way to, to leave him out. Right. Uh, right. Because they're A, they're so good, mm-hmm. and B, they really do represent this break. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and did Cohan come from, from the immigrant tradition rather than a classical... He, he was not trained as a classical musician. He was a vaudevillian. No, right. who, and, uh, He came from his more,
3: family act.
0: He came from his family <sighs> act, and then, so you're beginning oh. to see this immigrant strain coming yeah. into the... Uh, the songwriting,
3: And that's the Irish immigrant strain.
0: Irish immigrant strain. And then you
3: get in Berlin, of course, the Jewish-Russian immigrant strain.
0: W- and was, was that the strongest strain, really, the Jewish? Wouldn't you say so? Well, I
2: think so. The, also, the, the uh, German, uh, Gus Kahn, for example, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. a very important lyricist. And the composers like Richard Rogers and Jerome Kern came from the German side. But Berlin, Gershwin, Arlen,
3: Harburg, Harburg, all, all of them Jewish. <laughs> yes. All of those. Only Cole Porter, really, of the app, and Johnny Mercer, yeah, really were well, Jewish. A, on those.
1: interesting point. I mean, why is it that there is the great influence of the um, immigrant Jews over songwriting and the musical theater, and indeed the musicals of Hollywood?
2: The cantorial tradition. These kids grew up with fathers or grandfathers or uncles who were cantors. They were introduced to, to the song in a very strong way when they were very young. I mean, Berlin, Arlen, Kurt Weil, for example, their fathers were all cantors. Mm-hmm. And Al
3: Jolson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a tradition uh, in J- European Jewish families of music being essential and central mm-hmm. to the family uh, so that these people were musical by definition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they got here, it was something they could do
0: mm-hmm.
3: the way... Uh, other earlier or later immigr- immigrants had spe- specialities that they yes, could yes. parlay into successful lives. Yes, yes.
1: Just to go back though, and I wonder before Cohen, isn't hanging over the early lyricists though the work of of, of W. S. Gilbert? Absolutely. He's a m- major influence, and I think somewhat forgotten today. Can you explain how you know how I- his influence came into the American songwriting? Well.
2: F- operetta was so dominant, and not only operetta from Great Britain, but also from uh, Central Europe, from France, Offenbach, and from uh, Eastern Europe as well, but Gilbert was so skilled and so so talented that he's, he became the model